This reminds me of my first experience in radio. It was back in the early 80s. People with disability and mental health. There's always controversy with us. The mysteries of the mind and consciousness. And we might get to the bottom of something or we might start something new. We're going to run the gamut and we're going to have a good time. Waking Braves. No, not Waking Braves. We're Breaking Waves. Breaking Waves? Breaking Waves. Breaking Waves. Happy Monday evening, everybody. You're listening to Breaking Ways with Alex, Seth and Ollie. Whether you're single or in a relationship, we have your survival guide to dating. On today's show, we have six essential life skills you have to have before dating. Is arguing normal in a relationship? When is the right time to talk about your future with your partner? And so much more. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, my friend. So strap in. We're not relationship experts by any means. However, we've done a lot of research and have some big life experience. (laughs) One of us is in a long-term relationship. One of us just got out of a long-term relationship and one of us has never had a proper one. Or just so. been in one in general. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we're covering all bases here. So let's get started. Let's kick into the show. First of all, we're going to talk about how dating apps have changed. And last year, Tinder actually celebrated their 10th year birthday. And that has, you know, signaled a lot of a shift in the way dating has happened in the 21st century. And they've changed significantly in the last couple of years. Look, firstly, if you haven't been on a dating app in the last six months, then you can't judge, sorry, because they've changed significantly since 2020 due to COVID because every single person was on a dating app due to boredom. So Tinder really had to up their game. And there's so many more apps than just Tinder. We've got uh, Raya, which is the celebs only, the V or Raya. Obviously, I'm not on it. I've never heard of Raya. You've never heard of Raya? No, never. It's for like influencers, celebs. You've got to be like verified to get there. So that's quite an exclusive one. There's Bumble. $25 a month for Raya. Oh, yeah. Rough. Okay. Well, if you're a celebrity, you can probably afford yeah, it. True. <laughs> yeah, true. Exactly. Um, there's the Bumble, which is the one I think that the women can actually make the first move and message first. And yep. also you can use that for m- meeting friends as well. Mm. And there's Hinge, which is more so for the yeah, online dating, building connections. What has been your experiences of dating apps? Tinder during 2020 was amazing because it was the beginning of COVID. Everyone mm. was bored. Everyone was on the apps. Mm. And everyone's caption said, bored just on here for fun mm. but majority of people were hot now <laughs> now everyone just ugly everyone yeah exactly <laughs> I've been on it for like a week and mm. there is probably three attractive people well, I've get, seen I think it. just it's been a week give people a chance maybe it's just maybe you gotta look to the, the inside of someone yeah. well, that comes after <laughs> <laughs> right yeah <laughs> well I had I had no luck on Tinder I don't think it's in me I think I had it for about a year and I got like seven matches I got nothing <laughs> it didn't work I didn't work for me I think I'm the same as Alex. I think during lockdown, those two years when we were like, everyone was stuck indoors, it was just entertaining and it was a way to cure your boredom. You'd scroll through, you'd set your location to like heaps far away and you'd be like, oh, and then you set it back to like closer and you just go through easy way to pass time. You scroll through people, you judge, you'd laugh at their profiles, I guess, not in a mean way, but you just, yeah. And I don't think people at that time genuinely thought they were going to find a connection because you couldn't even go anywhere or go out. It was just like, let's have a bit of a chat. Mm. Let's like look around. And it was just, yeah, it was an entertaining way to past the time yeah and look it all sounds like fun but in all seriousness it's important to be safe so like ways to be safe on dating apps is avoid meeting people in quiet places meet mm. them in public maybe restaurants bars whatever um also tell someone you trust where you're going and know the person that you're seeing yeah. try and just get as much information as possible also snapchat is really good because you can snap each other and they yeah. can't really hide their face if they yeah. do hide their face yeah. run because no, obviously the hiding and i think one thing as well is 
in the last 10 years that Tinder and all these apps have been here, they've actually really uh, knuckled down on the security and safety. Mm. There's like verification now. You have to show your face. I think Tinder are introducing something where someone has to show their face to verify who they are to get yeah. rid of catfishing and stuff like that. I think so there's, they're getting better at actually managing. I think, the, I think the biggest PSA we can give to everyone out there is if you are on Tinder and you match with Ollie Shelbourne, <laughs> please delete Tinder, throw it off a bridge, move country, just get out as quickly as possible. Immediately. Good, guys. I'll get you on hinge anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're going to kick into some do's and don'ts on a first date. Seth, what are yours? Mm. So first one, be on time and present yourself at your best. You know, be punctual. Think of your date as a professional meeting. <laughs> first dates are awkward enough, so no one's be left waiting and wondering if they've stood you up. Be there a little bit earlier even. Yeah. Yeah, make sure you're there on time and um, yeah, present yourself well. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're going to talk about taking turns during the talking because that's an important one. You don't want to be in a date where the other person's just talking the whole time, not asking you anything. Mm. So yeah, make sure that you're obviously nervous. Make sure you... Both have a chance to talk, make sure the conversation's flowing, but don't ramble or talk too much. Mm. When you get past the how old are you, what's your mm. experience, as in uni, as in job uni wise, <laughs> think of creative questions. Yeah. And also yeah. have some of the back of your mind so that you're prepared. Like, do you have a passion besides your job or think of intriguing questions. Mm. Exactly. And don't don't dwell on the bad relationship experiences. No. I think it's a major red flag yeah. if you're sitting at the table oh, yeah. and all you can think about are your past relationships. Or you keep bringing it up. It's oh, like, yeah. he doesn't want to know, yeah. she doesn't want to know. Why would you want to know that? Um, also, don't talk about how much you want a relationship because that can be a turn-off as well. Someone mm. coming and going, oh, I can't wait to get married. I can't wait to have eight kids. How many kids do you want? Like, chill, bro. Yeah, this literally. is your first date. Like, calm um, down. You can talk about that la- stuff later if you, you know start dating or build a relationship. But the first date, you want it to feel like nice and easy and relaxed. You don't want to come on too strong. Yeah, leave it for later. Leave it for a later date. Mm-hmm. Then you can sort of discuss about relationships. But just act like you're having a normal conversation with yeah. them. Um, and also flirt and make a move if it feels right. If you feel a genuine attraction, you know, you can hold hands, hug, or, or touch the other person's arm. Nothing too forward. But also, if you feel like it's there, there's no harm in going for it because the other person might be waiting for it. You know what I mean? Also, paying on dates. Mm. The first date stigma that the guy should pay. Yeah. Honestly, I think go Dutch. I'm a big believer in splitting okay. and just not... I mean, honestly, for the first date, maybe the guy, but I'm not too fast. I think it's important that, as you know, as history and tradition have shown, I think it's important that uh, the guy should make the first... On the first date, should make the first offer yeah. to pay. I'm like more that. than happy to do that. Maybe offer, but if the girl is happy to split... yeah. Then take that offer up, you know. Don't yeah. don't feel like your masculinity is being, you know, hit by anything mm. or anything mm. or being shattered. Just you know, take the offer up. But then again, as the dates continue, don't just expect that person who yes. paid on the first date to continue to pay. It should oh, be a yeah. nice balance. Mm. Yeah, no, I would never. I don't think I'd. I wouldn't pay for an entire dinner on the first day. Because mm. no. I no, that's weird. Thank you for your time. Take Alex out on a day, prepare to bring your entire wallet. Yeah, that <laughs> that McCaffey meal is going to cost you a bit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, don't go anywhere because up next, we'll be sharing the right time to talk about the future with your partner. Plus, is arguing normal? But first, here's Calvin Harris and Ellie Goulding with their number one smash miracle. When you hold me, there's a place I go. It's a different high Oh no When you touch me I get vulnerable In a different light Oh no
Calvin Harris and Ellie Golding with their absolutely incredible smash, Miracle. What is a miracle is that our show hasn't been cancelled yet. <laughs> uh, it's definitely a life skill to remain relevant. But we're actually going to give some life skills on relationships now uh, instead. So, Alex, you want to lead us off? Of course. Now, it's exciting when you meet someone you want to date, but in order for the relationship to be successful, you want to make sure you've done the proper work on yourself first. Therefore, we have six life skills experts say you should try to have before getting into a relationship. Yeah, and according to experts, having these skills can actually help increase the chances of a relationship working out in the long term. And even if you haven't perfected all of them by the time you commit to someone, it's good to, you know, start developing them now before you enter that relationship. Yeah, you don't want to be looking to the other person to save you or to save the entire relationship itself. Mm. Over time, this doesn't work well and it only fosters codependency. Love your alone time. That's Mm. the first one. Mm. So at the beginning of a relationship, couples, you know, you do everything together. It's the honeymoon stage, but remember maintaining your independence is so important because it's the key to happiness in in the long run. And not even that, just enjoying your alone time in general as a human is really important. You need to be comfortable in your own um, company And whether that's you're single or in a couple, just really enjoying your time spent by yourself. And a pro tip is to remember those things that you did before your partner and just keep doing them, whether it was walking your dog every morning and going on a coffee date with yourself or going shopping, just do those things. (laughs) There's Alex's weekend, just like (laughs) coffee dates, shopping. (laughs) (laughs) By myself. (laughs) You're just going to stop walking your dog completely. (laughs) I don't walk my dog, my parents walk my dog. Okay, all right. Life life in the privileged household. (laughs) I had to walk my dog to get water each morning. Look, <laughs> knowing how to manage your emotions is another good skill. Uh, this is knowing how to deal with your emotions before they become overwhelming. In a relationship, unpredictable emotions can make it difficult uh, to weather issues together. So be aware of how you react when times are tough. The next one is all about knowing how to be a good listener, which you guys listening in the car and listening at home would know because you're such good listeners here at Eastside. Um, mm-hmm. But you want to practice active listening because when people talk to someone whom they feel takes the time to actually listen, they do feel safe and understood. So, you know, you can use eye contact, don't interrupt, stay focused and not occasionally smile. Just show that you're actively taking in what they're saying. And after, if you say you're having an argument, you're listening as well, you've got to be able to apologize, end the argument mm. or, or uh, discussion on a good note. Apology has the ability to disarm others of their anger and to prevent further misunderstandings. Uh, with that said, it's important to never say sorry when you genuinely feel you haven't done anything wrong. Yeah, so don't apologize for the sake of it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, feel like a lot of, I feel like a lot of guys might just apologize because like, it's just... You know, women just have the power. Yeah, yeah it's like sorry. <laughs> it's like sorry. I, I literally won't find anyone else better than you. So <laughs> please stay with me. But do do hold your ground and don't just apologize for the sake of it. For yeah. sure. And another big one is stress management because if you rely solely on your partner to help with the stress in your life, it is not healthy. Because if you don't know how to manage your own stress, you will likely take your emotions out on your partner, mm. which will obviously create relationship conflicts. So before you get into a more serious relationship or maybe a relationship in general because you don't want to you know, show your true colours in the honeymoon yeah. stage, <laughs> learn ways that you can help your stress, like deep breaths. Mm. If you take, we talked about this last week, if you take a big breath in and then again, suck all the air out of your lungs, like a second breath and then release... <sighs> You, I don't even need to tell you the benefits of it. You just have to do it and see yourself. feel the same. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, And whilst we've given you sort of the top seven, there's obviously other things as well that you need to take into consideration, like managing your finances by sticking to your spending limit when you get into a relationship, especially in that first honeymoon phase. Um, And then also cleaning up after yourself because your partner isn't your mate. So thanks for adding that one in, Alex. I definitely think you're (laughs) dumping some trauma there. (laughs) What? I'm not. Did your ex not clean up after himself or something? No, he was very clean. 
but anyway, that's beside the point. Maybe it was Alex who wasn't the clean one. <laughs> he, I put, am... he put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's got access to our document. <laughs> anyway, let's get into a discussion. Yes, exactly. Get away from this. Um, when do you think the right time is to, to discuss your future with your partner? I think you've got to go past the honeymoon stage. You've got to go past the three-month mark, 100%. Because three months, statistically speaking, is actually the time where a lot of relationships do yeah. end. Why initially. is that the fact? What? what are you, always why, looking at why, us why like you never had, No, because that, that's three me, months three is, months. Three months yeah. is usually when like people start to show their true colours. Yeah. Um, the honeymoon phase. Well, is everyone's okay. first it's, relationship, it lasts three months, I swear. Yeah, exactly. So I reckon after three months, between six, three to six months, you can sort of have that conversation about, okay, where you're at. And then six months, you can be like, Okay, this is going yeah. this is going quite well. We can sort of discuss it. We should never put anything like in plan. No, never like plan anything for the future with you with yourself because you don't know what the future is going to have. And as we said earlier, don't do it when you've only been on one or two dates because yeah, you don't no. want to come on too strong. But um, psychologists actually say you should at least wait at least two months until you ask the other person to be exclusive with you. Like you might decide to commit to each other before that, but generally speaking, eight weeks is a good timeline to then have that so discussion. It really depends. I mean, mm. it depends on how you both are yeah i mean, I mean if you both are like <laughs> like bro like are you are you like how are you <laughs> alex okay moving on <laughs> he's arguing it's all a bit raw for alex <laughs> um, <laughs> he's arguing normal in a relationship seth i feel like we're gonna have some conflicting opinions here my arguing is not normal in a relationship yeah. you should not have... i'm gonna let you have your spotlight and then i'm gonna go okay well then don't interrupt me <laughs> 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 in my opinion, arguing should not be normal. I think, look, you're two different people raised from two different backgrounds. You're going to have conflicting opinions. That's always going to happen. Yeah. And a conversation about differing opinions and, and differences, yeah, it's, it's going to happen. But I think you should always, it should never escalate to an argument. I think there's a difference between an argument and a disagreeing conversation. You should be able to oh. sit down and talk it through, find a compromise, but never let it get to an argument mm. stage. Okay, I opinion. see where you're coming from because I knew what you were going to say, but what you said is correct. Mm. The screaming, shouting, that's not normal. Yeah, okay. But arguing, like disagreements, that's normal. It doesn't mean that your relationship is doomed. Like all couples fight and it's completely natural and it just comes with being in a relationship. Well, sure. The important thing is that it does not escalate. If there's name calling mm. or you know, manipulation, what's your, what's your, de- what's your definition of like an argument? What yeah, is- it changes, doesn't it? Because I think some things, some arguments are pa- like that's passion. Like when you argue, it shows yeah, you care, yeah. and that's yeah. important. You don't want to just be like not caring. But as Alex said, when it starts escalating to manipulation, mm. physical abuse, mental abuse, shouting for the sh- for yeah. the sake of shouting, incessant that's name calling, one hundred percent. But yeah, disagreements are obviously going to happen. Everyone's different. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be weird if you agreed on everything when we come back we'll be talking all things breakups and touching on where you can go for the best dating advice so don't go anywhere this is an explicit warning for our next song introduce myself by scribs riley i got some things up on my mind yeah, i ain't trying to do it it's tonight oh yeah i'm a spend what i like ain't even summer got the roof up like july oh yeah oh yeah how you feel Baby, you should let me introduce myself. 
change my number, you ain't getting through, oh well Just gonna say what's on your mind now And save your peace of mind I already gave you a peace of mind Now you wanna introduce yourself Girl, I know you better than you know yourself So sound of the old black range Girl, I'm on my way Made a few mistakes, fuck what they say, I ain't playing no games, yeah. That's the reason you changed, never too late, take it back to basics All we do is fuck and fight, so your neighbors know my name Don't be too loud, boy figured you out Get over yourself, get over yourself I don't need your money, money ain't gon' love me Money ain't gon' touch me, yeah. Baby, you should let me introduce myself Just switch up, they don't wanna lose myself Baby, you should let me introduce myself Change my number, you ain't getting through, oh well Let me introduce myself Let me introduce myself Let me introduce myself Breakups, what is the best medicine? Cowboy. Exercise. <laughs> Sorry. That's terrible. Exercise. Awful. Exercise. Get out. You know why? <laughs> mm. Because your body releases dopamine and endorphins that make you feel happy. Mm. Exercise mm. is the key. And plus, I don't you think get, my body's releasing enough. <laughs> <laughs> I think what worked for me when I had a breakup like two years ago was really just trying to do what I enjoy as much as possible. Because then you automatically just feel good about yourself. So whether that be like video games, football, uh, or soccer, for those of you who are wrong. Um, so, yeah, that sort of stuff. Have you ever been through a breakup? Or no. Like? So I, this is all really? new to me. But I'm about to break up with you. So. <laughs> um, but I think... <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a dead Wait, joke, buddy. Why? That was supposed to be funny. How have you not been through a breakup? <laughs> I will say all my mates, like I've got a couple of good mates who've been through them, and they say the best thing to do is just to delete photos mm. not block but like just cease contact so you can actually probably get over it without being reminded um and you can like start fresh and not have to sort of yeah keep that section of your your life still reminding you and like everywhere so yeah, just yeah. delete all the photos if you need to um that kind of thing yeah i mean block if they if if it's needed though yeah in the circumstances in the every, circumstances, every circumstance is yeah, different so obviously act accordingly all right well enough about breakups it's getting way too sad now <laughs> we want to talk about the start of relationships uh ollie what is your ideal date I say anything that involves something fun. I think okay. like mini golf or like an activity where you're having fun, like something adventurous, kayaking. How, does it, how does it start? How does the date start? Yeah, you know, you go pick them up. Um, it's like during the day, the afternoon, you go do something fun, like something adventurous. Mm. Maybe you go kayaking or you go mini golf, like some an activity that like you can bond over. Okay. And it's not just like straight into like very serious conversation because I feel like when you go mm. for a meal straight away, yeah, there's always a, you. Just, it's always awkward to get that first like, oh, like where are you from? Like you know that those introductory questions. Yeah. Whereas when you're doing something, it feels a little more relaxed and you can have a laugh about it. You can bond. Um, mm. do that. Then, you know, maybe go out for a meal. I'm not too into fancy food or, like, dinner, so I don't care if it's, like, Nobu or, like... Okay. Hunger Jack drive through. Yeah, But, right. like, you, like, yeah, have a picnic, maybe, like, a picnic or something, and then you get chatting, maybe then go out clubbing till, okay, like, 6am. So, this is, like, a like a whole day thing. Yeah. Well, I, think, I feel like once you date. spend doing lots of fun stuff with people, it's fun to have a whole day, because then it's more, like... That wouldn't be a first date thing, though. No. Like, you wouldn't meet them for the first time oh, that. For and a first date, you'd probably just, like, I don't know, go to the beach or go for a... F- a coffee okay. or dinner right. but like when you're starting dating I feel like the fun full day activities that's when you really get to know yeah. someone yeah. Okay. I like the full day All right. I don't I like, like to be busy I hate just sitting down So yeah you, you strike me as someone who likes to be like quite entertained by something or do yeah. some sort of activities so that makes sense 
What about you, Seth? What about like, you? I, like an ideal date for me, I love my food. So there's got to be some food involved at some point. Oh, whether yeah. That be Nando's. Oh, dude. It could, even be, it could even be like, I'm similar with you. Like I like to, I don't know. I think I like to do things that involve us doing stuff together. Like That usually comes later though. No, <laughs> yeah, but like, no. Stop, man. <laughs> <laughs> Go uh, on. I like to. I like to. Like, there's that um, wine painting thing that you can do. So you like you, yes. you get sip, sip and sink. That's it. That's strip it. and sip. They have that in. No. Was strip it and sip. That's a different. No. <laughs> yeah. No. What's it called? <laughs> sip and sink. It's something. They have it in. They have it's it in, in crow's nest. Yeah. Paint and sip. Paint and sip. So you can. Yeah. Like something like that. You can. Like anything that involves alcohol is really fun anyway. So I, I thoroughly <laughs> enjoy that. Then a meal afterwards, and then and then then the action can start. Um, <laughs> hopefully, I don't know. I might get kicked out. Alex, what about you? I reckon you have a very specific. Ideal dates. So yeah, I think so. Uh, no, not really. Just because I was in, I don't know, two-year relationship and the best things with that were all day together. But if we're talking about maybe a first date, uh, something that doesn't involve a lot of talking, like the movies. Yeah. Okay. Like, like in high school, you always used to do yeah, the movies with friends. Like, and it worked well because then you could kind of suss hold out. Hands, yeah. kiss. And I think that, that oh, never dies. Oh, we just dies. touched popcorn at the same yeah. time. No, Ooh. once I went for my first date at a movie, I was like in year nine, I think. And yeah. I was getting like, no, year eight maybe. Yeah. And I was getting, had my one mate on one side and this chick had her friend on the other side and I would be like no I kiss 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 and it was dark and I went to go kiss and I kissed her eye instead of her oh. mouth because it was in a movie and I was like stressing oh, out so oh I get that God. movies are good because you can like sort of bond over something without having to have really deep conversations no but what's good is that you have like about I don't know 10-15 minutes at the beginning to chat and if there's like no spark and if you guys are just silent yeah. then you can just like leave Oh. More than me. oh, sorry, that's really bad. But I mean, I've never done that before. But like, that's this what I'm poor saying. Guy is that like, turn to his left. Do you no. like the movie? Oh, she's gone. She's gone. <laughs> maybe, maybe she's doing like the movie. Maybe you hear like the screech of the two other Yaris like leaving the car. <laughs> <laughs> she's off. Oh, damn. <laughs> fifth one this week. <laughs> no, but I know what you mean. Like, you can suss it out and then like not be left in an awkward situation if yeah, there's no yeah. chemistry or yeah. you're not feeling it. Dating, where would you guys go for dating advice? I would say, I mean, I know there's a lot of things on the like podcasts and like YouTube creators and like Instagram influencers who like share a lot of content about dating, but I'd say the best people to go to are your friends. Mm. They know mm. you the best, your family, if you want to. I would probably never go to my parents, but like, mm. you know, older siblings or like cousins, even like, people, people you people, can trust. People you who have been through relationships as well yeah. or are currently in relationships are also a great place to turn yeah. to. 100%. And if you're, and if it like gets bad, obviously you can look at. Like relationship coaches, there's and columns and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, there's heaps of books and stuff if you're really into it. I would say my mum. She oh, yeah. is like she has been the best mm. help for me through my whole life, and especially in dating, and even my psychologist. Just yeah. like getting a professional opinion and saying, and they "Am know I you, overthinking?" They know you inside out as well. Yeah. Exactly. So like, it's like helpful that they can then. But if you don't want to go to your parents and you don't want to go to a psychologist, then for the gals out there, Alex Cooper. Call Her Daddy podcast. I've heard about this. Mm. Yeah, she is, she has like a sex positive podcast and she's changed a lot over the years now. She has like psychologists on and she talks about relationships and single life and dating and like mm. even is arguing normal. Everything that we've talked about, she's talked about. And I mean, she's not a nobody because Spotify offered her an exclusive yeah. three year no. contract for $60 million in 2021. She's clearly doing something right. $60 yeah. million dollars for three years, Spotify exclusive. That's All she's got to do is they, they pay her to travel. She's got to travel around the world and she needs to produce a podcast every single week. Um, she got to, got to we fashion week, but like, <laughs> yeah. imagine. Um, but you're right. And like touching on podcasts, there's such a big thing in today 
like in today's society and there's so many podcasts out there that I'm sure like you could find a podcast for everything 100%. you need advice for. There's yeah. so many creators mm-hmm. out there making good quality audio content. And Jay Shetty, he's really good on purpose. Oh, he's, want, he's here. He's in, he was just in yeah. Australia last week. I know he's, some people He's actually in the studio. I'm <laughs> he's right here with us. Jay, <laughs> Jay how you Shetty. feeling? Hey, guys. <laughs> what are the three most important things in a relationship for you guys? Alex, do you want to go first? Honesty, respect, and communication. Yeah, I'd big, say... Well, big ones. Sorry, no, I mean... I, I would mean, say that, listening, Ollie, for you. Yeah, so listening <laughs> for you. You need to improve on that, buddy. Far out. <laughs> uh, I'd say trust, communication, and a sense of humour. Okay. You yeah, you gotta have a lot. And Seth, I see that you have you have here big bunda. <laughs> big bunda, big bunda is very important. Um, I think <laughs> I can't get myself seriously. I think just I think I agree with basically what you guys said. Sense of humor is hugely important. Massive. Yeah. Trust, trust is massive. Honesty, if you can't trust, yeah. if you can't trust the other the other person, then yeah. what's the point? You know what I mean? You don't want to liar. And, and then a big bunda yeah. at the end. Yeah, that's probably the <laughs> just, that's just a cherry on a cake. Yeah, literally cherry on a yeah, literally. <laughs> 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 anyway, guys, thanks for your company this Monday evening. You've been listening to Breaking Waves on Eastside with Alex Healy, Seth Jylath, and Ollie Showball. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll be signing off with Praising You by Rita Ora featuring Fatboy Slim. I've been gone for a minute, been low-key with my business. Asking Rita, who is it? Is it true? I've been taking off every weekend. You and I and our feelings. Cause the high's so much better with you.
You're listening to People Powered Radio, proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The Community Broadcasting Foundation resources community-owned and operated media stations just like this one that connect people and tell vital local stories so that we all enjoy a more vibrant, inclusive Australian culture and healthy democracy. Find out more about our work at cbf.com.au.